music. One tight check. I'm gonna show my son how to get it done. Get it done right the first time. See what I'm saying? Don't be a yeah. hater. I'ma show my little boy how to be a man. Show my little boy how to own his land. Show my little boy how to get these bands. Take your time, don't move too fast. I like sun. Life, I like sun, yeah. Life, I like sun. Life, I like sun, yeah. I'ma show my little boy how to be a man. Show my little boy how to own his land. Show my little boy how to get these bands. Take your time, don't move too fast. I like sun. Life, I like sun, yeah. Life, I like sun. Life, I like sun. Happy Sunday, like father, like son, podcast listeners. I'm C. Rush. And it's your boy X. Welcome to episode eight of Like Father, Like Son, where we agree to disagree. We will always debate and discuss a variety of events, issues, and topics encountered on the battlefield of life. Yo, 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 this is your boy X, and we back on Like Father, Like Son. Shout out to all our listeners that's uh, tuning in. And this is episode eight. Man, seemed like only yesterday we were on episode one, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's crazy. It's, it's moving, but we we got some we got some good stuff coming. Oh, we're going to drop some good stuff, and it's just getting better and better. This is another history-making episode. You know, our last episode, we had our first in-studio guest. Mm-hmm. Today, we got our first two in studio guests, we got two for you. That's right, and, and it's it's two great people that came in to holler at us people. today, man. And I appreciate them coming through at the last minute, because uh, you know I was last minute about coming home to Jackson. I'm in Jackson, Mississippi, right now. Shout out, Jackson, and uh, I hit up two you know close friends, good friends, long time friends, and they came through for me. I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. You know, ladies first, of course. That gentleman always. Hi, so my name is Megan, and I just graduated from the University of Southern Miss. And Congratulations, girl. Thank you. That's right. Um, I was a kinesiotherapy major, and right now I'm still working, but I do have a podcast, the Skins Be Clap podcast, a 20-something podcast from a woman's perspective, so y'all can check that out. Well, give us the, 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 the address for that podcast, and then we'll get it again from you later, but... Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've, um, it's the Scantily Clad Podcast, those uh, three separate words, but it's on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Yeah, that's that's what we wanted. That's what we wanted right there. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. So, our other guest, I'm going to introduce himself. Uh, my name is <clears throat> Jason Gibson. I'm, I'm also a native of Jackson, Mississippi. What's up, Jason? Uh, what's up, y'all? Uh, Unlike these two unlucky individuals, I went to Callaway High School. Uh, <laughs> I Callaway. I got to know some good people uh, in Callaway. You're yeah. a good man. Um, and just, just to put it out there, we beat Jim Hill by a, a large amount of points in basketball. So, recently. We went, we went to Terry. So, oh, Terry, my bad. <laughs> Terry pulled <laughs> We be tearing about 52, so I mean, <laughs> I don't recall. But hey, um, but yeah, I'm a, like I said, I'm a native of Jackson. Um, I'm a graduate of Jackson State University, and um, I currently own the gym by the name of Explicit J3 Fitness, um, and it's one of the fastest growing private fitness facilities in the state of Mississippi. Yeah, y'all, y'all blowing up, man. Y'all really growing, man. Yeah. Shout out to you, man, and Jerry's and JJ. Yeah, shout, yeah, out, shout out to the bros. Shout out. Hey, man, and, and it's great. You know, you know, we got great people in here. You know, we got another entrepreneur, podcaster, 
and another entrepreneur with Jason. And they not only is it just Jason, it's three bosses. That's hard to do. Three bosses. Yeah, and it definitely gets challenging. And that that takes a lot of humbleness, a lot of uh, compromising, and then just a lot of listening and communicating because a lot of many people can't do that and be successful. Somebody right. somebody always wants more, and you know it's good that they they've been in it for years now and it's still going well. Still going well. They're passionate about it, and I, I find that as long as you don't lose that passion. You're going to always do well. You know, you look at how Megan is doing her thing and Jason is doing his thing and X, you're doing your thing because you're passionate about it. It's almost, you found something that you could do, you would do for free if you didn't need the money. Exactly. You know, so that, that's that's commendable. Exactly. And yeah, man, it, you know, it's great when you find your passion and be and you're able to like get up every morning and just do what you like to do and want to do. What you love doing, yeah. So, man, like, the topic we got today is very interesting. Uh, can maybe controversial, but uh, it came about by just having a conversation with some friends and my pops, and dealing with like having a lot of female friends that are entrepreneurs that are independent and hold their own. And I know Jason, you deal with a lot of professional females at your fitness. Oh yeah, fitness business, yeah. And so, so, ha so being around that and knowing that and having it. Personally, knowing that they, these independent, strong women still feel like uncomfortable or kind of intimidated when it's a room full of, you know, predominant and dominant males that like are in like bosses or CEOs or something in their field that's very, you know, influential, influential and mm -hmm. successful mm -hmm. as they are also. But, you know, trying to network, trying to build your brand, trying to build your company, you need those relationships. Yeah. But how to pierce that? That shell of uncertainty on what, uh, how a male is looking as a female, as a woman, how a man is looking at you. Is he looking at you in a respectful way? Does he respect your mind and what you're thinking and your ideas, or do he not know, think you know what you're talking about? Or is he listening to you just for alternative motives? Right, playlisting. That's what I call it. Playlist, <laughs> playlisting. You know what yeah. I mean? So like. So I, you know, I have I have my opinions, I have my outlook on it, but I, I, that's that's where I want to open the floor up to Megan, to Jason, to my dad, to say, like, what is your outlook? Like, let me ask Megan, how do you carry yourself in that environment? Oh. Which, like, that networking type, type so of network professional type, networking. You know. I do question a lot of times what guys' motives are because I remember there was this one guy, he's a lawyer, he's a very, he has his own brand too, so he's a little popping. And he wanted me, he wanted to integrate my podcast with his brand. I was like, that sounds dope, we could work on it. Then after a while, I didn't really hear much from him, and then he popped up again. But it was on some, you know, flirty type stuff like, right. oh, I've been busy, but, you know, I can fly you to where I'm at. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, see, I see where this is going. So I kind of have to assess the situation a little bit, look at this person, look at their credentials, look at what they've done, see if everything's legit. I ask people about people, too. I fact right. check when it comes to men, especially, like, women, you know, we tend to already have that word of mouth thing going on, like, oh, you heard such and such? Yeah, she said, here, it's stuff good. She's not going to give you no BS. But when it comes to men, you know, I ask other women, too, especially, have you worked with this person? Have you done any business with him? So I kind of have to be a little leery. Especially me. I'm 5'1". <laughs> Who really going to be scared of me? <laughs> well, you know, it's important that you say that the fact-checking, 
because I think it's important nowadays, regardless of gender, to fact check because there's so much game out there. Especially because you know? me, I'm my uh, field is rehab. So when it comes to people, a lot of people like my classmates and stuff, we try to look for VA jobs or people who work for a bigger hospital. But it's a lot of smaller clinics that try to take you on. And one of the people that I was shadowing, he told me, like, when you do interviews, you need to ask the detailed questions. Ask about the facility. Ask about, you know, other people who may have worked in them. Because there are a lot of people out here who do dirty business. And you don't want to be right. part of that at all. And you know what I call that, those questions? I call them the who, what, when, where, how, and why. Because at the end of the day, you got to make sure the juice <laughs> yeah. is the squeeze when it comes to your money. Exactly. Right. right. So, so thank, thanks, Meg, for your... your your outlook on that. And Jason, with you being an entrepreneur, with you having, having to interact with a lot of males, but also women, trainers, clients, how do you, how, what is your outlook when, say when a, a woman comes to you uh, in those type environments? Like, do you, do you feel some type of way if she comes to you one way or rather than another way, if she's, Greet you in a certain way, or how? Like, give me your, give me your. Well, with me, <clears throat> I just hold professionalism to a high esteem, uh, and anybody on my training staff will tell you that yeah, I don't even leave the, I don't even get off the persona that you can come at me in certain ways. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, some people tell me sometimes, which I'm working on now. They tell me, you know, you look mean today, or you <laughs> look, but no, it's just like I just want you to know that. Even though I care about you, you know, I, I, I believe in having a really personable relationship with my clients, whereas I know, um, you know, what their life looks like outside of just this gym. So, you know, I want to know, like, did your kid make honor roll? Did you um, how, how did the doctor's appointment goes? But I also need you to be really privy to the boundaries that I set to our relationship and to what extent you can take those. Right. So. Um, so, yeah, that, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm, I'm using pretty well, kind of. So Okay, but, no, I, let me let me let's be let's keep it real now, Jason. Now, I'm sure there's been a time where there's been a nice lady. Oh, absolutely. Who has come at you and in a manner where you like, man, I just how did you handle that situation? Yeah, you know? I mean, it happens frequently, but I mean, you just yeah, you just kind of yeah. shut it down at the door. I've only and I don't mind saying it, I've only dated somebody in my gym once. Um, and that was somebody who I had a connection to outside the gym. She just happened to work, I mean, work out, be a member at my gym. Did it work out? Uh, no, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but, but yeah, like I said, you just kind of shut it down at the door. Uh, unless I'm just extremely interested and I see some kind of potential beyond uh, now. Right. But then that's when I, I mean, and, and this may go into double standards. But that's why I'm I'm just one of those people that I want to approach you. If I'm interested, I'm going to approach you. It's a turn off for me from the door if a girl approach me. We're going to get into that. Like, like, let's, let's, let, let it trickle down. No, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. But like going back to what you were saying, you were talking about your clients. But like more so, let's go into like more so entrepreneur to entrepreneur or yeah. boss to boss. When a, when a, when a, when a, a boss... Boss ass woman come to you, and uh, she might she might be bad, fine, mm. but she come to you in a networking event. And like, if she come at you one way, you can be like, okay, she about her business. Yeah. If she come at you another way, you but like, okay, she might be about her business, but it seems like she trying to be about me. So, yeah. 
how how do you like what 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 is your outlook? Well, how do you feel on how a woman approaches you in those settings? That's break that down. I, make I, sense of it. Yeah, no. so I make sense of it. Or I break it down. I am, and this has been something that's said by me. I'm a good communicator. Um, so I'm. I start setting traps and just seeing like how much you will, how much of a debate you would take which will initiate whatever the next part of my conversation is going to be. So before I go all in on anything, if, like you said, she bad, she got us going on. So if if it's all in, I'm probably going to be interested too. But I don't want to overstep and, in your mind, the only relationship that we should have and be cultivating this business. Right. So in order for me to try to see what she is, you know, I just, I just like initiate some kind of conversation and then just set a little – Little traps and see, like, man, how much? Man, you too young how, to know about traps. How much she gonna take? How much she gonna take? And if she take a lot of, I'll be like, okay, so you gonna be interested too? So what, what you doing tomorrow night? Let me go around your granddaddy, man. You know about traps. That's a, that's a good approach, especially when it comes to stuff like that. Because yeah. I feel the same way. You have to test the water a little bit. Yeah, you, you can't just shot halfway. But but my thing is, why does it like my whole thing? Why does it gotta go straight to like? If I'm interested, like in the in a you you already in a business setting, feel what I'm saying? So yeah. so mindset says this just this is my mindset personally. I'm going in the networking. I think I've been going to a lot of them these last couple of years. And I met met a lot of dope people, business partners, clients, great people, male, women and men. But like my mindset when I go in is go in, I'm a network half because in New Orleans you drink with everything. So you go in, you communicate, you converse, have fun. They used to have music. Then it's just like a, a just a sociable environment. So I'm going in. I'm trying to build my business. That's my first mindset. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been approached where, oh, how you doing? Uh, are you Xavier Rush? Yes, this is. Yes, I am. Talk about business. This is this is a woman I'm, I'm referring to. Talk about business. Okay. Me, we, we can have lunch. We can do this. I want to talk more about this. And it's straightforward, like good personality and everything, but straightforward and no maneuvering. You know what I mean? No wavering from this. But so, I have also been approached in a way that you can mistakenly think it's flirtatious or it's, it's, it's a woman taking a more, more softened role uh, to communicating and trying to like, I'm not saying I'm not saying it was uh, seducing or flirtation or anything like that, but they they did it in a way of not. It wasn't that that strong business mindset and form that you would be like, okay, this is strictly we strictly getting the business. You know what I mean? Even if you're not interested, as a man, you you look for signals. You look for little things, and you're not even looking for them. You see signals. You see little things, and you be like, hold up, all right. Now I feel like that in other people's minds that can take away the seriousness of the business potential that you you might have with that person, because now she can't. She might be just about business, but she came in a way of like giving off the vibe that maybe not. And now the man, oh, man, she's not really talking about business. Now he's not even. Now y'all not even on the same wavelength of trying to what y'all are there for. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And that could be the. I feel like that's the confusion. In it is is how serious a man takes a woman in the business space. That might be part of it, or how a woman approaches. Because traveling, being out of the country, I was telling my dad this: business sense. When you meet somebody in business, what do you do? 
you go up to speak to him, say your name, mm-hmm. look him in the eye, shake the hand. Yeah. Hundred almost hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. If I don't come shake your hand, you're gonna look at me like what? Like, I'm like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> well, and, and, and hold up. And the thing about it, Zay, we were talking about this last night. I don't, I put more stake in good eye contact than a handshake. Yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of people now, they ain't really into all that shaking hands. The shaking hand thing has, with all these viruses and stuff floating around, I'm just being <laughs> real, the shaking hand thing is not the way it used to be. That's not. And even if they shake hands, in the business. Is, but in the business world, it is. Yeah, because in the I, business world, as a woman, hand, I do judge a man how he shakes my hand. I look at that. that that's something that, I. That's what they say. Not so, for like a professional so, view, no, but no, just no, no, off yeah. top. So I'm learning. learning. So, I'm so, learning. This, this, this is exactly what I told my dad last night. I get offended when people like because I remember I had an interview with somebody and the way the guy shook my hand, shook he kind of like, like yeah, he kind of just grabbed. I'm like, oh, this is the whole hand. Like, so, so I was, so, so this this comes to a great point. I was yeah. talking to my dad last night. You know, he said exactly what he just said. And my like, pop, in business, I have never been in a situation where I'm meeting somebody, and the first thing they do, my name is, and they hand go out. So bam, that's mostly men, men. But I told, I said, traveling out of the country, you know, meeting different women, I learned that, like you said. Shaking a woman's hand like softly or just the, just the front of the hand or, or whatever, that's offensive. And then they look at you as weak. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess I'm totally different because let me tell you about me. I've, I've gone to a lot of networking meetings. I see a lady that I've never seen before. I get introduced to this lady by another man or another woman. Just like today, man, I didn't shake your hand. I gave you a hug. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I do the same thing with women I've never seen before. <laughs> this is not a, a two-armed hug or anything yeah. like that. This is, you know, how you doing? And I've had ladies say, yeah, I don't know. I don't want no handshake. You know, th- now that says to me, that's more real than a handshake. Yeah, and I, I This is embraced by two people who've never seen each other in life. Mm-hmm. It ain't sexual. It's just real. Yeah, and I understand that too, because like like this, you know, this is a more like low key, familiar, like you know, even though we haven't met, it's an informal setting. But when it comes to networking or something along those lines, or if I'm talking to somebody in my field and we're trying to get to know each other, off top, I'm not going to just hug them like I know them. Of course, I'm gonna reach for a handshake Mm -hmm. as a woman. You know, I set the tone in that too because a hug can come off kind of weird to some women. You know, some women aren't comfortable with that. Right. So, in a more familiar, informal setting, I would, you know, oh, hey, how you doing? But when I'm doing business, when I'm trying to get to know people in my field, I reach for a handshake. And I told Ace, I'm not good with this because I don't care what you think as long as I know what I meant. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 because hurt home and kill, I'm going to tell you how I feel. I've been married for 32 years. I've been with my wife. I said, that young lady, she, she, that's a nice looking young lady, baby. <laughs> she said, she sure is. You know what I'm saying? But that's the type of relationship we built for 32 years. Yeah. You know, I see young, how you doing, sweetheart? I say the kind of stuff now that'll probably get you fired from a job because that's the way I was raised. But now, in a work setting, I'm not going to say anything about no sweetheart. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I go to the post office now. I open the door. Thank you. You're welcome, sweetheart. That's just that southern hospitable Charles Rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, I, and you know, I, I I agree with that. Those gestures, it's just I feel like the initial meeting, like with the topic we're talking about, the 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 majority of how a lot of men think, in the initial meeting, I feel like sets that stage on how that man is gonna take what comes out that woman's mouth. Well, let me say this though: Why it got to be what? What that man think? Why it can't be? Because that's the, it's the prominent field. The, the the business, corporate America, entrepreneurs, bosses. It's male dominant, just like it's white male dominant at that. So well, it's male dominated, but it should be about being right dominated. But we but it's we, not. we're not talking about should. We talking right. about what it, it is. is. So yeah. what it is is like now we got we have to approach. That's why I'm I'm talking to my women and Megan is representing y'all. I'm, it's it's the approach on how you initially, initially go into that arena, yeah. and your initial your first look is what they're gonna take from it, and then after they then they gonna make up their mind on how am I going to dissect everything she's saying is now. Mm-hmm. If I get a feeling that like she want me, like after this we probably gonna go get some drinks. I'm gonna listen to her different than if. Okay, she not have anything to do with me, but this idea she has and this business she has and her outlook on this she has is dope. Yeah. I need to get more information on this. Mm-hmm. I need to see how I can implement this and what I got going on. See now, now the the horizon and of what she's saying, you now you're taking in everything instead of having a, your own agenda. It, 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 you know what I mean? But even though it's it's even though what you were saying about a male dominated. But I still think it's an even swap, no swindle type deal because if a woman comes to a man genuinely about business and this joker ain't about no business, there goes the male domination. You know, I don't have to deal with this. No, they, they, they don't have to deal with it. But You might not get the deal, mm-hmm. but that's and, fine. And that's what we're talking about. We're talking, we talking about that. If you said the soul, you ain't got nothing else to say. Exactly. We're not, we not saying... We, I'm, we not disagreeing on that. We not saying agree no. to disagree. That we do that too now. But we not right now. Right? <laughs> we on the same page. We saying no. We don't want that persona being thought about. We are saying how can you make sure? How can she make sure that that's not? You can't make sure. Yeah, you can. You, you, you make can make. Sure. You can't make sure, but you can. You can. You can set it where he gonna. He can. He gonna. It's gonna be. It's gonna be really. Sure. It just if he if his intentions are to try to get a lot of savvy. That's what. That's what he's doing. Individuals out there. Because as a woman, I realize that in a situation like that, I do have the opportunity to set the tone. Like body language is everything too. So I know a lot of women. You know, we tend to get comfortable. We try to get close. We try to have. You know kind of a little bit of informality but at the same time you kind of have to be rigid like if i'm trying to do business with somebody i'm sitting up straight i'm making eye contact with you and if i'm not looking directly at you i like making eye contact i look around in that vicinity so it looks like i am i'm not trying to seem flighty i try to seem very direct because you know in most especially when you're doing business you need to be very cut and dry get but to you the know point. something that really gets on my nerves though in kind of the worst way when a woman who's in charge Try to be too rigid, and it just yeah. don't come off right at all. Because there's a thin and line between being a boss and then part of my friends right. coming off as a bitch. Right, like, and I see insecurity in that a lot of times because I'm in this position. I'm not gonna let one of you men take you from me. That type of mentality it doesn't exhibit and exude confidence. 
It's like you saying, I'm here, but I might be gone tomorrow. Yeah, I think yes, a lot yes. of it, oh, sorry. Okay. Now, I'm just saying, I think a lot of this is contributed to a social construct, though. Um, and I think that construct is kind of like intuitive with what society promotes as a boss, mm -hmm. a, a CEO. And most of the time, like Xavier said earlier, like that is that is that coincides with a man, a male figure. So mm -hmm. because of that, like, you know, some women may not ever they may not ever see themselves as being too rigid because, you know, that that type of thing probably doesn't exist in their mind. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, that they probably just see themselves as always in a position where um, they are being, what word I want to, I can't even think of the word I want to use, that they're being undervalued in a sense. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I mean, that's just my experience with the women I'm around. It's like they always find themselves in a position where they feel like they have to prove themselves. Yeah. It's just like. So you kind of have that mentality, yeah. like, so, I need so, to show them that I'm about my business. I need to show them that I can do this. I need to prove that. I'm enough in this thing. So would you say that woman is a woman who is a woman, but thinks like a man as opposed to a woman who thinks like a woman? There are some women who they get in their ways. Cause like as a woman, we do have our womanly ways when it comes to handling stuff. Like I know a lot of times men don't let emotion cloud their judgment, but women, we as women, we kind of do, you know, emotions get involved, but you kind of have to put that out the window. Like, a lot of those women who you feel like they come off as bitchy, they're rigid, they're like this, they don't care what you think at that point. They've been pushed around in the past or they've dealt with inequalities in the past. So they're like, you know what? I got to do what I got to do. Y'all know how I am. I'm getting my business done. That's it. So they don't see that or they don't care to see it too. But I, I look at, I understand exactly what I've you're saying. Like that and, that's and that's true. <laughs> but because it happened in the past, now you got to treat treat this situation the way you should have treated a situation that happened to you in the past in a rigid manner, as opposed to dealing with the current situation. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times that's where it goes all wrong. You know, I think when people have to deal, even bosses, female and male bosses, you have to deal with the situation at hand, use the past experiences as, as lessons, mm -hmm. but deal with what's going on now. You know, just because you, if you're a female boss and you had a, 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 a male uh, uh, employee assigned to this particular job and he didn't do well, I'm not going to hire another male for that job. I'm going to get another, a female for this job. Right. You know, and I think now you're getting, you're getting paranoid. you you're on a whole different thing now, and you're not managing. You you're just you're monopolizing your your ego. Yeah, and a lot of and not even just women, but a lot of people have that mentality where if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Especially when they come from certain mistakes in the past, and they finally find something that works or an approach that works, they kind of tend to stick with it. Yeah. And when you mention, you know, oh, I don't like this man for this role. I'm gonna put a, a woman here. I'm kind of picky when it comes to stuff like that, too. Like, not even just on a business side. When it comes to certain things like restaurants, I hate having male servers because when it comes to... So you discriminate. Not necessarily discriminating, but I've noticed <laughs> from past experiences, <laughs> men do not pay attention as much as women do in that setting. Not just saying in general. Yeah, detail. details. When it comes to detail, women are more in tune with paying attention to detail. 
No, but I come from experience. I've had a horrible mail service. Like when I'm sitting down, I'm drinking, my water empty. I got to keep flashing. Well, you know what that goes water. back to, though, man? Mm-hmm. That goes back to upbringing because I can guarantee you, if I was at that restaurant and you were the customer and I was the server, you would say that's you wouldn't say that's the best mail server I had. You would say that's the best server I ever had yeah. because my grandmother raised me. I know when it's time to give you some more water or some tea. Yeah. I know where to set that table. You know what I'm saying? I've had very few male servers who have been very attentive, but it seems like most of the time when I get a male server, it, it just never is right. They don't listen to what I say when I say I don't want this. Like, I don't like that. Male servers <laughs> tighten up your game. When Y'all it comes need to. Now. Come on. Come on. Right. Y'all got to. But uh, we're going to take a break real quick and listen to the commercial by Anchor. Hey man, we back, we back. Um, you know, listen to that last uh, discussion with Meg and Pops, and you know the little discrimination, the stereotypical uh, outlooks. Discrimination. We gonna, we gonna. I want to shout out all our independent women out there, the bosses, the entrepreneurs, the ladies that's doing some big things. Because and I know the married that, women that's doing big things. Married women. My wife been doing big things for years. Because you know. Y'all, uh, in the, in that community and women in general, we be y'all been fighting for a lot of things for a lot of years. You know, the uh, be able to vote pay now, now equal pay is getting better. It's still a, a big discrepancy, and you know we want to kind of jump into like what all this kind of falls under the foundation of all what we've been talking about prior to this, and that's just. The tradition, the traditional roles that have been taught and passed down from generation to generation about what a woman does, what a woman's supposed to do, what a man's supposed to do, what he's, why he's supposed to do it, who's supposed to do what outside work, inside work. And, you know, seeing the evolution to, to the t- 2020 and seeing that women are can and do things everything that a man can and does what 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 is tradition in your in your eyes you know what i mean well, no uh, i want to get jason jason to tell us first dad then you say what you gotta say then megan and then we can just go on like start just throwing in you know some topics some agreement disagreement type things so jason tell me in tradition with between a male and a, a man and a woman what is your outlook to so, so you're asking as far as roles are concerned. Well, yeah, for roles are concerned, such as societal roles, yeah, yeah. in a relationship, in a relationship, right? All so those things. I will say, and I was just having this conversation with a, a female friend of mine, well, a woman friend of mine. I just, I just figured out that girls don't like being called female. I was telling my dad, female is an adjective, not a noun. That's the thing. This girl snapped on me. Why is this so, so hard? See how I, get, I use nice lady. Lady. I, yeah, I corrected it real fast. <laughs> I, I, I still to this day don't understand why. Because it's only one person that has ever like came at me for saying the word female. And my brother brought it to my attention before. Because uh, I guess so he in Canada. So I guess somebody came to him with it. And I, I, I don't understand. But I got to respect it. You know what? If a certain... I do it by individual basis. So if a particular woman doesn't want me to call her female, I will not. But I can't promise you that I'm gonna stop saying. Well, you can hear the difference, though. Yeah? You can <laughs> yeah, hear the yeah. difference. Look yeah. at that female. Look at that lady. You can hear the difference. But I just, yeah. I just, I just feel female like female is an adjective, not a 
But I just feel I'm not I'm not you calling you. I, I don't feel like that's calling you out of your name. If you call, if you be like, oh look at that male over there, I'm not gonna be mad. I, I feel like I I'm a male. I'm a, I have a. I have, in the same sense, how do you feel about somebody referring to you as a boy? It kind of falls along that line, like boy and girl are synonymous, not male and female. And female are synonymous, boy and girl are synonymous. You know when somebody's throwing shade and refers to you as a boy. Like it but, comes okay, off the shade. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? That's the same way females come off to you. So, yeah, so, it's right. along that same line. So I said, I said, oh, maybe, oh, the, the, the females, you'll feel some type of way if I were like the females. No, I mean, I like Pop saying you can hear the difference. Yeah, guys. Hear the difference. But it was actually in my gym where I was like, I, I it was something in, like pertaining to all the, the, the girls who were training that morning. And I was like, man, y'all females. And then one was like, they just, it was one of my hood clients. She was like, wait. Nah, nah boo boo, us women. And I was like, so, so I'm my glad question, you hear a click in the background. <laughs> so my question is, 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 is female, the word female on the same, same level as the word bitch? Oh, no, no, I wouldn't tell it if I was on that same Look, level, but, but some women do take it that way. Yeah. Not me. I mean, it's close to that trash can. Thing. Both of them trash cans, as far as the woman is concerned, <laughs> you know, no two trash cans. Okay, okay, okay. Down. So, uh, you know, <laughs> speaking speaking on all those things, but you know, you was asking Jason to go ahead and explain, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tradition. Oh, well, so traditions. So first of all, I think traditions are like a set of morals that are kind of infringed upon us without without our permission, ultimately. Passed um, on. Yeah, they just mm -hmm. kind of passed on. So it was a lot of traditions as it pertains to women that were kind of given to me. And some I just saw. Like my mom, when I was coming up, my mom, she never had a consistent job. She was like a housewife. She cooked almost every night. Mm -hmm. um, she... My dad was the breadwinner. You know, he worked. He worked like twelve jobs. Kind of what I'm doing now. <laughs> right, he always right, doing yeah. something. Right. Um, and you know, my mom used to always just tell me it, it. It wasn't traditions, but like she used to always give me ideas of what a woman should be like. I remember growing up, and I just felt like if girl, I came in, I came up in a religious family, uh, Christian family, and I mean, it just, I just came up thinking that if girls. Had tattoos, they was bad people. If they had skirts on above their knees, they was bad people. They was probably going to hell. Uh, if they, if I mean, it was just all kinds of yeah. stuff. But man, signs of evil. I can like, I have the way I think about women and and you know just what their role should be in a relationship and whether that be business, mental, physical, spiritual, whatever it is, like. I almost look at it as as a sense of of I think I almost look at it as fifty fifty because even when I look for what I want in a wife right now, like I'm I'm kind of to a point at twenty eight now where I don't care if she can cook, I can cook myself. I don't care if she can clean, I clean up my own house. Like that's why I'm like so it's just like at this point I just want somebody that can add as much value to me than I can add to them. So so. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. But Jason, you know why I'm feeling what you said so well, man? Because I'll be 58 January 21st. Yeah. And I've been singing this song since day one. Again, I was raised by my grandmother. Yeah. It wasn't about that's a woman's job, that's a man's job. Yeah. The job needs to be done. That job don't care who does it. Exactly. You know, exactly. When I was out of town on business and my wife, Xavier, was born, I never will forget it. The yard needs to be cut. My wife got out there on that lawnmower, cut the yard. Baby, I cut the grass. You don't have to worry about it when you get home. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's stuff like that. Like I, I get home. That. Let me finish. Yeah, yeah. I get home from work on a night job. Xavier starts crying. My wife got to get up the next morning to go to work. I go in there. He got to be changed. I can I can change diapers better than my wife. I can cook better than my wife, except for certain stuff like Christmas and Thanksgiving. That's about the only time she cooked. And for 32 years, unless I was out of town, I've always cooked breakfast for my family. So tradition, tradition is your tradition. All that made-up stuff, a lot of it was game. And I'm a man. A lot of it was game, in my opinion, so that the man could go and do whatever he wanted to do, and the woman, and the woman stayed right the there, so she wouldn't know what's going on in <laughs> the street. I know, yeah. just be honest. Yeah, and, and like, like I, the crazy thing is the exact same thing Jason said. I was uh, co- uh, conversing with my friend. That's what I said, you know what I mean? Like, nowadays, you're not looking for a partner that can do, like, uh, the womanly things or anything like that, because I've been taught by you how to do everything I most most women I've talked to, I cook better than them. I clean better than they do. I stay, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I do all those things. So what else can you bring to me to fill my cup up? I can cook. I can clean. I can do y'all. I can fix stuff. I can do y'all work. Yeah. What can you bring to me mentally? What can you bring to me on an everyday basis that can expand our Well, our I, think, I think it's easier for a woman when she meet a man like you, gentlemen. Yeah. Because now... Y'all can spend more time supporting each other in your careers. Yes. Exactly. And that's another thing. You know, and you ain't dealing with that nonsense. So I actually want a woman who has her own thing going. Like, exactly. and have your thing. Because I got plenty to do. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you're going to be bored. Like, like, no, no offense when it comes to us women. Sometimes yeah. we do get needy. And I, when yeah. you don't have anything to do, you tend to be like, oh, what are you doing? Like, oh, right. can we hang out today? Can we hang out tomorrow? Like, uh-huh. I've seen that happen. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't be. And that's cool. Person. I'm going to give her a time. But just, yeah, it but can't be every single day. And, 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 that's, and that's another thing that, like, a lot of women say men, a lot of men are intimidated by a strong, successful woman. I'm not. That. I feel <laughs> that, though, coming from, coming from my upbringing, so, like, my mom, she's worked the same job for, like, almost 40 years now, and my mom was the breadwinner of the house. My mom always had perfect credit. My mom has always been responsible. And my dad, you know, my dad, of course, he worked, but he did not make as much as my mom, and the roles were kind of... Sound reversed. like me. Yeah, <laughs> the roles were kind of reversed, like, with my right. mom. My mom, she used to act like she couldn't cook, but it was some stuff she just threw down on my dad. He does a lot of cooking in the house. He does most of our cleaning. And, you know, my dad, he still has that protective aspect because he was law enforcement. But at the same time, like, I've always looked to my mom and seen my mom do what she had to do. My mom bought her first house without a man. She didn't get married until she was in her 30s. So she was living on her own, doing what she wanted to. My mom was in. Yeah, she's always been responsible. And she's taught me a lot of what I know when it comes to things like money, when it comes to me trying to find things in my career. But my dad, on the other hand, he's kind of been more of that person where it's like he does stuff for you, but he doesn't show me how to do things. Like I've had to learn Mm -hmm. other things from other people or my mom. So when it comes to that mentality of trying to go out and go get it, I get that from my mom. Because at the end of the day, I don't look for a man Who's gonna like? Oh, let me take care of you. Like that doesn't attract me at all. Because I don't see, like now that. you're talking about ownership. I, that's what my grandmother always said. You don't want a woman who.
who want you just to take care of it because mm-hmm. the person started taking care of you. And as you were saying this last night, some people start taking care of you. They feel like they own you. And, and no person you. owns another person. Right. And, and it kind of goes into like a lot of, a lot of things we see today on social media. Uh, girls, girls don't want to talk to you unless you're paying for this or you buying this or things like that. And when my dad said like some dudes that do it, but it messes it messes it up for somebody like me. It ain't gonna do it. It ain't gonna do it. But at the same time, like I feel like that kind of like as a woman, if you if that's how you roll, you know, to each their own. Right. But, if you get it, you but, know. But can. but at the end of the day, if you look at it in a more in depth perspective, you get it at that moment. What are you What are you getting from that that you can have for long term? Because anytime you do something. Make the person upset, or y'all not on good terms, or whatever, and that supply is cut off. Yes. So what? 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 What have you got from that? You you didn't invest any of that money. You didn't get any liquid cash from that. Now you didn't you didn't learn anything on how to turn what you he bought he bought you a business to turn that to turn that into something more. He just given it to I do this for you. You don't know how he yes. did it. I've been in situations like that, and honestly, when when I get approached by men. Who be like, oh, you know, I just want to spoil you, I want to do something like that. That automatically shows to me that that's just going to be somebody that I'm going to kid with and have fun. I don't know. Right. Like, look, flew out, then got flown right. out, then had fun in other cities, then got money. Like, Everybody you know, that's them. fine, I but I don't look to that <laughs> right. as long term, no, you know? No. Yeah. Because it's like, and I think making it even more relevant, money bag you, I think I heard him say it. <laughs> when he talked about, you know, a lady won't. Want you to buy a coach purse. Well, instead of buying that coach purse, why don't you just say, hey, let me get this money because I want to start this type of business where I can put something in that coach purse. Exactly. You know, because you get that coach purse after a couple of times and, and then two or three of the girls see that you ain't caring about it, you don't want them to see you no more with that purse, you're ready for another purse. <laughs> you know, and, and, and I think a lot of times, that whole material thing is out of whack. It's out of control. Right. It is. You know, my grandfather taught me this and my grandmother. They said the only material thing that matters is money. Hey. Now, I ain't talking about love, respect, and all that. That's not material. But and he gave an example. He said, if my if the bottom of my shoe, the sole is about to fall out, and I got money in my pocket, I just might look at that shoe and say, you know what? This is a good day to feel my foot hit the floor, my naked foot hit the floor or the ground. But if I ain't got no money, I'm wondering, man, I wonder, can I borrow some duct tape from Jason? Or I wonder, can, does Megan have any super glue? Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's starting to panic now. Stress starting to sit in, anxiety. So I, I just think the whole material thing is just misplaced. And, and like, what am I gonna do with a twelve hundred dollar bag? Like, besides, yeah. toting it around. That twelve hundred dollars in cash. Exactly. Right, right, right. right. So, so to get get back into the traditional type atmosphere, man, I got a question for you. When it go goes with, say you mutually agree to go out to dinner with a with a person of the opposite sex, and the bill comes. What's your, what's your thought process? Play by play. I want to play by yeah. play. All right, play by play. <laughs> so, off top, if a guy wants to take me out on a date, we've been conversing for a little while, and he's like, oh, you know, what are you doing? When should we go out on a date? Oh, pause. Say it. No, no, okay. Say if he was like, oh, yeah, 
you know, you you know, you're like, oh, we should go out. We should do we should do something. You know, all right, I'll take let's go to dinner. You know, like, you know like, okay, let's go to dinner. Now, if that's the if that's the round the setup. the setup, you know what I mean? Like y'all been conversing, y'all y'all, you know, hung out here, not not went went out. But now you you'd be like, okay, we should go get some, we should go get okay. something to eat. You know what I mean? Like, all right, we can go get something to eat. Check come. If I asked him out that day, I'm paying for it. Period. Like, if I'm like, oh, like, if I make the first move and I'm like, oh, we should go out. Like, we should go here. Especially if I know it's a little pricey. That don't matter to me because at the same time, I wouldn't have asked him out if I didn't have the money to pay for both of us. Mm -hmm. And I expect the same. Like, if a gentleman wants to take me out and he puts that off on the table, oh, we should go here. I expect, especially if he's courting me. If he's courting me, then off top first date or whatever, I feel as though he should pay. Because in the same sense, if I'm asking you out, I'm going to pay. I got a scenario for you, Megan. Megan and Charles, we're idle. I want us to go out and eat. But I don't have eye water to cry with. I ain't got no money. I said, Megan, you know what? I ain't got no money. uh, Whatever happened to my checking account, it was Compromise, working that out at the bank, da da da. I want us to go out and eat. If you got some money, I appreciate you taking care of it, and I'll take care of it the next time. You know, how do you feel about a gentleman being like that? Would you see me as then this nigga con or something? <laughs> or would you say, you know, I appreciate him being honest? Yeah, I appreciate the honesty, but if we're serious. Like, we've been talking for a little minute. We're mm-hmm. dating. We would say we're dating. Of course, I got you. But if it's somebody who was like, oh, first date, and I'm like, okay. Because at the same time, on a first date, especially if you're talking to somebody new, there are so many other cheaper options. Like, mm-hmm. I don't mind paying, but if you go on a first date and do order him a Kobe steak oh, yeah. and <laughs> run up a tab and he know he ain't got no money. That's something that irritates me because oh, I try yeah. to be respectful. I know doing good that. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I just be appreciated for okay. I'm just gonna get some money. Right, I'm be honest, you know. It's exactly. <laughs> just like the other yesterday. Me and, Ashby, me and Ashby went to the gun shop and we got there to go in. And I said, hey, we might have to pay to get in this thing, man. <laughs> but the ATM wasn't working, so yeah. I couldn't put my card in. X had money for him to get in. He didn't have any for me, but we were twenty cents short. White lady looking at me crazy. I, I don't discriminate based on race now. But she was a white lady. I said, ma'am, Caucasians. can we borrow 20 cents? They looked at me crazy in the gun shop. I said, ma'am, and she looked at me, she didn't want to give it to and me. I said, please, man, have 20 cents. And then a dude came and gave us a quarter. Yeah, you know, but, but we asked. Cold mouth don't get fed. So so my thing, so this is my this is what I get. I get a lot of wrath for when I have conversations with uh Women on like later on, what I expect later on, like because I'm I'm an equal opportunist. That that that's my whole mind. I'm, like I feel like uh, unless it's me picking up a TV or something, I feel like whatever I can do, my lady can do. You feel what I'm saying? So I take that, but I take that approach in everything, not just what's convenient for me at that time. I take that approach and that mindset in everything dealing with any situation. But my bone to pick with a lot of women is they have, they're strong, they're independent, they got their own. But then when it comes to a relationship or it's time to do certain things, they revert back to 
to the traditional sense. I'm a woman. I can't do that. Oh, a man's supposed to do this. Right. But when it's convenient for them, I want to be paid equal just like a man. I do exactly what a man does. I I hold my own in a setting of all men. I have that mindset. I have that determination. But, okay. You're why, a contradiction. You become a contradiction. Why, why can't you hold that same stature when it comes to uh, a relationship with somebody? You don't want to be held in a box of tradition in this arena, but you you don't mind being held in a box of tradition in that. Yeah. Well, I can't be across the board. Yeah. I try to step away from stuff like that, but when I do date, I ain't gonna hold you. I do like to be spoiled sometimes. <laughs> like I like to be baby. I wish y'all could see her face. I'm because <laughs> I'm the baby in the family. Like I do have an older sister, but I was raised as an only child. So my parents, you know, they took care of me. My dad, especially, if I needed something, he did it for me. But it to me, when it comes to certain things in a relationship, like you know how some men. I've dated some men who have taken my car and just gone and filled it up. Like, that's just an act of courtesy. Like, they, that's them. That's their way of showing, you know, they want to make sure you're good. But it's not a requirement in my eyes. Like, I do enjoy being baby sometimes. But I do I do baby my boyfriends, too, when I do date them. I, I guess what, what, what I'm saying about that, that whole deal is when, when, you, when you start to put to, to say it's okay right here and it's not okay right here, you become, a, like I stated earlier, a contradiction. Yeah, you got to find yourself out on that. Right, and you don't come across as real. Like my wife for 32 years, I open the door. There are times, like if it's raining or something, and my wife, I might open the door for her. Then there are other times, it might be raining, I won't open the door. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, but one thing I make a habit of doing, if I'm approaching a door, like to a building or something, and a lady is, is coming or anywhere around, I'm going to open that door for her. Yeah, that's respectful. But, but you know what gets me? You got some ladies who think, don't even say thank you, won't even acknowledge it. I be wanting to make them back through the door. I do say thank you because I turn into Mariah Carey when I'm with my boyfriend, and like he'll come to the door, and I'm looking like, okay, door. <laughs> I'm like, yesterday, especially, I remember one time, it's the funniest thing, I was dating one of my exes, you know, and then we had broke up, and I went somewhere. It was like shortly after the breakup. I went somewhere and I ran into a door because I was so used to him opening the door. Open the and I was door. like, did wow. I really you thought about it? <laughs> I didn't think about it at all because I was so used to my boyfriend right. opening the door always. He never let me touch a door. Right. And I went out and I hit that door. I was like, I think we have to be so careful about not reverting back to tradition. Like we speak a lot of it and, and you know, you know, it sounds good, but I think, man, if we all are real, when something has been ingrained in you so much and for so many years, like we can easily revert back to it because I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm kind of like, hey, man, I'm, I'm like an equal, equal opportunist, opportunist to an extent. But when I thought back, I just did that early in this in this conversation. Um, I said something to the extent of, um, you know, I don't like women to approach me. Right. Like that's, right. a, that's, a, that's like a, okay. Yeah, if yeah, I'm gonna yeah. be an equal opportunist, like it gotta be across yeah, the board. Right. Like yeah. right. so she approach hey, you, like, it, you gotta be like. I think that's. I, I, I think, think you need to be yeah. consistent. I used to love it when I was so, look at me. Like, hold up, girl. Hey. That is that. an ego. Yeah, it's an ego boost in that. Like. In, in moments like that, you do have to counter, you have to, you know, be accountable for your actions because you say you want one thing and then you be like, no, nah, I got it. Like, no, nah, I'm gonna do this. Like, no, you gotta give people. Make up the mind. So, right. Yeah. Don't flip flop. 
and like and like like I said, I I get a lot of wrath for for that because like we'll go out to eat and like you ask me out, you know what I mean? Right. And like I'm always gonna bring enough money for both of us. Yeah. I'm always gonna bring enough money for myself. Yeah. But if you if you ask if you ask me out to eat and the dude come and say all the checks together are separate. And then you don't speak. I'm gonna speak separate. It's always like, <laughs> hey, but it's, it's always like that little slight awkward moment. Hey, man, with, separate, with, with a you know, I'll be like this. I'll be like separate. Or oh, I'll be like, well, it's together. Get it. Get it. So, huh? <laughs> I'm super dominant. So, like, when I go out, I know, especially if I ask the person out, and the person goes, like, oh, it's together, together. And yeah. then they'll bring a check. They automatically put it in front of the man, but I'm going to yep. snatch it so, up from a car. I, 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 I ain't going to lie. That's the best feeling, yeah? Uh-huh. Like, oh, but, are you sure, hey, here we go. Are you sure, baby? I ain't actually no Hey, You reach for it? That's the ego boost for me. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, there's some women who don't like yeah. that, but me, I'm like, I got it. Like, so, you know, I got it. And, like, and then, like, I get the question. This is a, the question I get all the time. So, how do you look at the relationship? Uh, do you want to, do you go take care? If you got married, would you take care of all the bills? Is there an other? I'm like, I look at it as however the situation is, whoever, you know, because if my, if I feel like I'm going to, when I get married, I'm going to be super successful. But I, when my my wife is just as successful more than I am, that's not gonna, you know, change anything because I, ego, I, I I look at the whole relationship is not fifty fifty, because people like love to say 50-50, 50-50. I look at it as a hundred a hundred, whatever needs to be done when it needs to be done. If the mortgage you need to be paid, if the lights need to stay on, like my dad, if the line need to be cut, if the food need to be cooked, if the kids need to be picked up. Whoever you know, is available it's a team. to it's do a team. to do it because a lot of a lot of marriages and stuff falter because of money. Yes, and they put yeah. all they try and, to put everything on the man, but I feel like you gotta move yeah. out of that because in the same sense, like people try to shade people when they live together and oh the man's yeah. paying for the mortgage yeah. and the woman's paying the utilities, but your man not paying for everything? No, because and, we and, gotta and, live. And, like, and, 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 and go and reverse your future wife. If you listening, I'm not paying for everything. So <laughs> <laughs> we we we, we paying for it together. We're paying for it together. You know what I mean? That's that's how right. I, because reverse back to the the in the business world where you don't want to be traditional. We're trying to kick those traditional roles and everybody's being equal. That means you want equal pay. If you want equal pay, be willing to pay the same way that a man has been paying. Paying for all these years because if you get equal pay, then it, together y'all should be able to take care of everything. Now, if you want to be ha, have equal pay, if you want to have equal pay, and then also sit back, and you got the same pay as, as the man, and you want him to pay for everything, then what? Now, now, now it's a seesaw effect. Now in the opposite way, somebody's being a con artist. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like I look at it as just everybody. Like as a whole, we need to respect just each other as people. Don't look at each other as male and female or one man and woman. Look at each other as respectable people, and then handle each situ- situation accordingly. Yeah, because in the right. same sense, I'm not going to judge someone who is in a situation where their wife is educated, their wife is successful, but he still wants to take care of everything. You know, that might be a dynamic that works in their household. Right. So it's not my place to shave somebody right, who's right, like, right, okay, right, yeah, my right. husband takes care of everything, and I do all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just our dynamic. So, 
I do see how some people get offended by it, but you know, you never know what's going on in the Right, right. And, and like you say, you got some individuals may, may be able to afford that. Yeah. That, that may be the comfort zone where whatever the, the, the wife does uh, brings to the table with whatever else is going on, picking the children up, drug in. And that's their hundred and hundred. That's, yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's her money, you know, put on the table, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, I had a friend who grew up a <laughs> Oh, is it broke? <laughs> I had a friend who grew up in that type of household. She had her mom, both of her parents went to Jackson State. They both had bachelor degrees, and her mom was a housewife. Her mom had always been a housewife. Her only job that she had, she was, you know, working retail for a little bit, but it worked for them. You know, her dad bought her a new car when she wanted a new car. And it's the same with my ex. My ex boyfriend, his dad was the sole provider for the house. His mom only worked part-time job when she just got bored. So it was their type of dynamic. That you don't way. see a lot of soul providers anymore. Though. Mm -hmm. Those days are almost over. Because I showed it all on it. I feel like, I feel <laughs> like a, 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 a successful team is better than one soul provider. So, you know, talking about all these things, man, I, we had got some great insight. Great insight. Jason from... Megan, Megan Pops. Jason, that's right. And it was it was a great conversation. It went it went kind of how I pictured it to go, and it having some good, some good uh, content. You know what I mean? In a great, you know, great uh, outlook. But we were more in sync than I would thought. Also, you know what I mean? In our thought in our thought process, we were very we were more in sync than I anticipated. So yeah. it it was great. And I want I want you all to make sure. One at a time, leave any contact information y'all want to leave for the listeners, podcasts, uh, social medias, everything. Leave your social media again, your businesses, where they can find y'all, where they can follow y'all. Uh, of course, Megan, as a gentleman, you know, that's what traditionally they can't, you know, they got to let you go first. Uh, go ahead. Don't get rid of that tradition. <laughs> uh -uh. Go, ahead and, go ahead and give the people just your information again. I guess y'all can follow my podcast page on Instagram at thescantilyclad.pod. And you can follow my personal um, Instagram at Sandy the George underscore. And I'm also on Twitter where, you know, I do talk a lot of crap on Twitter. But it's the same mm -hmm. as my Instagram Very handle. Entertaining. At, yes, at Sandy the George underscore. All right. Thank you. And her Twitter is very entertaining if y'all would like to uh, go uh, tune in. Yeah, because that's mm -hmm. how cash money. Cash. <laughs> cash. Million dollar. Uh, Jason, leave everybody your stuff, man. Um, Y'all can follow my personal pages uh, on Facebook. Facebook is Jason Gibson. Uh, Twitter and Instagram is at I am Jason Gibson. And my website is www.iamjasongibson.com. Now, follow my gym also because everybody needs to be working out. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ExplicitJ3. That's Explicit with no E. So X-P-L-I-C-I-T-J, the number three. Any specials or anything going on at the gym this month? Yes, yes, okay. man. We have an intro offer called uh, for 2020 called 20 for 2020. So basically your first month of all access training with the trainer, with meal plans, with all that is only $20. Ooh. Now, it goes up to our regular monthly rate, which is $49.99 after the first month. But yeah. Y'all go ahead and come take advantage of it. It expires January 31st. Need to hit you up because I'm going to Jamaica in April. I'm going to get right. And uh, you already know, uh, like like father underscore like son underscore pod on Instagram. 
LFLS underscore pod on Twitter. And, um, you know, don't rush it. DNT underscore R-U-S-H underscore it is my personal one. And, man, we just thank these magnificent guests for coming. And we will, you know, at the end of every show, we like to leave our listeners with, you know, either some inspiring, motivating, health conscious, or just talk some shit to them. You feel me? So just leave them with something to remember you by. <laughs> Until next time. Alright, so the thing that I always tell myself in any situation, I ask myself, is the juice worth the squeeze? So whenever you get put in a situation, always ask yourself, is the juice worth the squeeze? Is the juice worth the squeeze? Oh, I like that. I like that. Thanks. That that was dead by summing it up. <laughs> uh, uh, I always tell people, you know, the greatest thing you can find in life and purpose uh, is purpose. Um, I tell people that, you know, I try to encourage people with my life and how, you know, I just, I just, I'm so content right now because I'm doing everything I want to do. Like, I don't go to work. I go to purpose every day. And that is you know, one of the most fulfilling things that I can ever experience. So, you know, my life goal is to leave this world empty, having given of myself, having given everything, all the knowledge, all the wisdom, um, all the resources, all the connects, all the networks to somebody else. And I think that should be the purpose that everybody uh, has. Well, you know, centered around what we talked about today, I would just encourage anybody, whether you're married or, or just dating, you know, just keep in mind that if, if, if it's not a team, it's not even a dream. Hey, I like that. I like that. And to uh, uh, piggyback on what my dad said, uh, team, think about everything you do with anybody that you encounter, business, relationship, friendship-wise as a team, because all the great teams that you ever will Google, will talk, will see, you always have that chemistry, communication, the compromise, and just putting everything you have to put into that situation. Because if the individual doesn't put everything they have, then the team will not uh, fulfill right. fulfill right. its success. You know what I mean? That fulfill its expectations, which we know mm-hmm. they have. So whatever situation and whoever you have around you, be that good team player and put everything you have in that and think about the qualities of a great teammate and a great team. And that's and be open to criticism now. Oh, got to. Right. You always, right. always got to be able to take criticism. So, hey, that's episode eight, Pop. Jason, Megan, I thank y'all. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me. Like father, like son. Hey, and you know we out. Y'all got some? Peace. Yeah. Like father, like son. Like father, like son, yeah. Like father, like son. Like father, like son. I can see, about to grow that family tree, multiply the world and watch it just spread like the sea, and you know I'ma go hard, show me little boy how to be a man, show me little boy how to own this land, show me little boy how to get these bands, take your time, don't move too fast, I like son, life I like son, yeah, life I like son, life I like son, yeah, I'ma show me little boy how to be a man, show me little boy how to own this land, show me little boy how to get these bands, take your time, don't move too fast, I like son. 
Life I like sun, yeah. Life I like sun. Life I like sun, yeah. Show my little boy how to be a man. Show my little boy how to own up all this land. Stack up your money, save it, create your plan. Turn yourself to the biggest man. Ask the Lord what will he 